We are back on the hardwood floor to talk about the most important Sun Devils for the upcoming season on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank us, thanks, as always, for tuning in. Wherever you get your podcasts, hit like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrad36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. All right, we are switching it up a little bit more, going over to basketball once again. Last week, we took a preview of the team in general. This week, we are going to be looking at the most important players for the Sun Devils heading into the year. Some of these names are going to be pretty obvious. I'm sure you can already guess who two of the three are going to be. We got three most important ones. I got a couple of honorable mentions. I've got one guy who's kind of up in the air. So we'll go ahead and start with the honorable mentions here. We'll start with Malachi Davis. Davis was a really good player for Tallahassee Community College last year, who's averaging over 40 points per game in the in the JUCO version of March Madness. He was absolutely on fire. He's going to come to Arizona State and I don't really know what to expect out of him this year. He's he's somebody that I feel can really take over for the team. I just don't know if it's this year. I don't know if he's going to be a big factor for what the Sun Devils are looking to do this upcoming season. They've got a lot of really good players that are going to be in front of him. And there was a lot of transfers that came in as well. Some guys that we'll talk about in a little bit, but how Malachi Davis fits in is going to be really interesting to me because he's obviously somebody who can put up a lot of points, but that's at a junior college level. Is he going to be able to translate immediately to the power five level, power six level? Is he going to take some time? I don't really know, which is why he's in my honorable mention. And then I also wanted to mention Sean Phillips, who is the transfer center from uh, LSU. The reason why he's only in an honorable mention for me is I just see the guys ahead of him as a little more important for what the Sun Devils are going to be looking to do offensively. Now, last year, Warren Washington had played a really pivotal role in what the Sun Devils were able to do on the court. Big man. He was able to get the rebounds. He was was actually a decent little offensive uh, producer for the team. I don't know if they're going to be looking for an exact like role for Sean Phillips of what they did for Warren Washington last year. Uh, the Sun Devils do a lot of small ball. They got all their guards that they like to shuffle through. I I look at Phillips as probably an every game starter simply because of the the need to have that big man on the court. I just don't know if he's going to be somebody that is going to be hyper productive in this team, especially because you got a lot of really good shooters here that we're going to go ahead and talk about. So Davis and Phillips are my honorable mentions. We'll go ahead and start with the breakout star for the team. You know who this is. 
If you've been following the podcast, if you're brand new to the podcast, let me introduce you to Jemiah Neal. Jemiah Neal is a star in the making. This guy is so talented. and He really started to come on down the stretch for the team. He came alive during the Pac-12 tournament where he was averaging, oh man, about nine points a game. Yeah, uh, nine points a game in the uh, Pac-12 tournament through three games. I know that doesn't seem like a lot, but first of all, the Sun Devils weren't putting up a lot of points just in general. That would have placed him, I think, third on the team in points per game if that had been stretched out over the entirety of the season. He really broke out in the play-in go- play game against Nevada for the March Madness tournament where he uh, shot 85.7% from the field. He was six of seven on his field goals, one of two on his three points, put up 16 points as a, as a whole. He's a beast. 6'6", 185, listed as a forward, can also play some guard for the team, which is a, is a big running theme for the Sun Devils team is they've got a lot of guys that can do a lot of different things. It's small ball, quote unquote. I mean, obviously Jemiah Neal at 6'6 is not what you would consider small, but the fact that they can kind of move these guys all around the court and the formation is something that makes them a very versatile team. This is one of the things that I'm really looking forward to with Jemiah Neal is the ability to kind of get him in all sorts of different situations and allow him to make the most of his opportunities. I think that's exactly what you're going to be seeing out of Neil this upcoming year. Very, very talented kid. Somebody who is able to be dangerous from every level of the court. I would love to see the defense continue to improve for him. Last year, uh, he was averaging 2.8 rebounds per game. Pretty solid when you consider he was like the seventh, maybe even eighth guy off the bench because they had Luther Muhammad. They had Alonzo Gaffney. They had... Uh oh gosh, what was his name? Austin Nunez. They they had a lot of different guys that they were rotating in, and it led to Jemiah Neal being in a in a very small role for the team until later on down the year when he was really able to work himself onto the court a lot more because he separated himself. Now in a full-time role, what's Jemiah Neal gonna do this year? Is he going to usurp himself as one of the best players, if not the best player on the court? I think he's got that opportunity, man. I really do. I look at Neil as somebody who potentially has a pro future in front of him, whether that's, you know, somewhere in Europe or maybe the NBA, who knows? I think that there's absolutely a future here for Jemiah Neal, especially if he does take that step forward that I'm anticipating him to be able to do. Again, he's just such a talented, physical Gifted player. Everything that he's able to do for you has me really excited. And once again, based off of what he did over the course of the last five games of the season, should have us really excited. The 16-point performance against Nevada, averaging nine points coming off the bench in the Pac-12 tournament. If he's able to seize that full-time role and play closer to 30 minutes a game, we're going to be in for something really special because even if you just look look at the framework of what he did over the season, was playing about 16 minutes a game, pretty solid coming off the bench. The Sun Devils like to rotate a lot of guys in. He shot just under 42% from the field. Three point, not so great, 29.2%, definitely room for improvement. He's 
absolutely got to get better at the free throw line. He was at 62.9% from the line. Got to improve there. But the framework as a whole for Jemiah Neal seems very, very promising. And he's somebody that if he does break out for this team and he does take that step forward for this team, it's going to probably alter, not alter, but it's going to lay out the way that the season is going to go. If Jemiah Neal does become that star for the team, he could potentially be somebody that really gets this team going in the right direction and a team that even with all the new faces is still able to be competitive. Jemiah Neal is the first player for me that is one of the most important players of this upcoming season. want to talk to you guys about our friends over at Jace Medical. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world today, and it's important to be prepared for hurricanes, earthquakes, tornadoes, and anything else you can think of that could lead to supply chain shortages for medications or the inability to get medications in a timely matter. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get your Jace case is to fill out a simple online form and in some cases jump on a quick call with one of our board-certified physicians. Get ongoing care from our physicians on treatment-related questions, and remember, it's doctor-created and doctor-recommended. Don't get caught unprepared. Everybody should be empowered to take care of themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Jace case handles everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Go to jacemedical.com and enter the code Locked On at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code Locked On at jacemedical.com, spelled J-A-S-E medical.com. Also want to mention our friends over at FanDuel because, as you know, the NFL season is in full effect. And right now, new customers at FanDuel can bet $200, or excuse me, two, oh my goodness, get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use with a wide variety of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. If you guys have yet to check out the Locked On college football kickoff, then I just don't know what you're doing with your Fridays. Every Friday, they start at 11 a.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel, including this one. College Football Kickoff Live is going to cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College shows covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. Back into our conversation and taking a look at the most important Sun Devils for the upcoming season. We're going to go to the court facilitator for the team. This this is perhaps the most important position for the Sun Devils. Is the point guard spot, the guy who's going to be calling out everything. The guy who's going to be facilitating, the guy who's going to be running the play, running the court, all that good stuff, Frankie Collins. Collins last year was a very quality option for the Sun Devils. You want to see that he's going to be able to continue that kind of role for the team. I look at Frankie Collins as somebody who can essentially be kind of that 
quarterback on the on the court, somebody who's going to be able to call out what's going on. He did a pretty good job with this last year, and he comes in as a transfer from Michigan and immediately takes on that role. And that's not an easy thing to do is to go from a guy who was averaging 11 minutes a game at Michigan to almost 28 minutes a game with Arizona State. And again, this is a team that did a lot of rotation last year because there was quite a bit of depth and there was a lot of different guys who could do different things for you. I don't really know if that's going to be the case for the Sun Devils this year. I wouldn't be surprised because that's just how Bobby Hurley is seeming to go moving forward is having a lot of guys rotating. I mean, we saw DJ Horn a couple of years ago go from a bench player, like a sixth man to end up becoming a starter for the team. We've seen a lot of guys kind of grasp bigger roles, but whether that's the case this year remains to be seen. What we can anticipate is somebody that is consistently out there to be able to run everything. And Frankie Collins showed that he can be that guy. He is a junior for the team, 6'1", 185. He's the definition of the small ball player that the Sun Devils are seemingly trying to do. Again, I say small ball in quotes. They still have bigger guys. They just have a lot of guys who can do a lot of things. Frankie is locked in as a point guard for the team and somebody who's going to be very important moving forward. I really like what he can do as that leader, as that general. But what you want to see is him improve as an offensive producer. Because last year, he was averaging 9.7 points per game. He was shooting a solid 40.1% from the field, 33.8% from deep. Again, you take those numbers, you know, just about every day of the week. You do want to see him take some more opportunities. Averaging only 8.3 shots per game. I would like to see that increase a little bit. You know, we've seen him be kind of a volume shooter at times. And the biggest example was first game of the year against Tarleton State. He shot the ball 24 times. After that, I mean, he really just did not shoot the ball very much. Uh, The next closest high for him was 16 shots that he did against San Francisco. You could count on two hands how many games after that that he was shooting in double-digit figures. I want to see that change this year, especially if he can become a better offensive producer, which, quite frankly, you need out of your point guard. You need Frankie Collins to be able to step into that role. And when you look at everything that you lost last year, there's even more onus and emphasis on Collins being that guy. You lose your leading uh, scorer in Desmond Cambridge Jr. You lose Devin Cambridge. You lose... Uh, Austin Nunez, you lose DJ Horn. There's a lot of producers from that guard forward position that are no longer with the team. Collins is arguably the most important returning player for the team. I think Jemiah Neal is a star in the making. I've said that many a times. I will continue to say that because I'm a big Jemiah Neal guy. But with that being said, Frankie Collins is going to have such an important role on this team and it would be it, it would be irresponsible to assume that anybody else is going to have a bigger role than what Collins is going to have this year. He truly is probably the most important guy on this team right now until further notice. I think that if Collins is able to take that step forward as a point scorer, then you're going to have a very good basketball team this year. 
If he doesn't, I think you're kind of right where you were last year as like a solid team that can put up a fight, but ultimately isn't able to get it done when it matters most. If Collins does take that step forward as somebody who can put up points, you guys can watch out because this is this is going to be a dangerous offense in the making. Frankie Collins, one of the more important players on this team right now. Guys, I got to talk to you about our friends over at eBay Motors as well. Passion, drive, patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy and is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the parts that help you win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusion supply, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Thanks again for tuning in to the Locked On Sunless Podcast. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. And with the basketball season right around the corner, we will be getting onto the hardwood a lot more often. Let's go ahead and wrap it up with my final most important player. This is kind of a tie because one of them, we don't really know what's going to happen. So we'll go ahead and start with the guy. We don't really know what's going to happen. And that's Adam Miller. Miller is transferring from LSU. He was a very important player for them last year. He was playing 33 minutes a game, full-time starter. And then a little bit more averaging 11.5 points per game, uh, was a volume shooter averaging almost 11 points per or not points 11 shots per game solid player the problem is he is a second time transfer he had previously played at illinois transferred to lsu after redshirting to recover from an acl tear now that he is a second time transfer it's kind of up in the air whether or not he's going to be able to be a starter for the team this year not just a starter but play he might have to sit out this year which is the reason why He's kind of like a 1B to the 1A that I have. If he does get on the court, I do want to talk about him very briefly. He's potentially going to be your Desmond Cambridge Jr. this year. Somebody who's going to shoot the ball a lot and hopefully get get good production. Because last year, he was only shooting 33.6% from the field. Not great. He was shooting 31.6% from three because of the 10.6 shots that he was averaging per game, 7.2 of them were from deep. So this is, this is a player that is pretty close to all or nothing. I think if Miller is able to go this year, you're talking about another really explosive player, the way that Desmond Cambridge Jr. was for you last year. Des was somebody who would win or lose you games. He had half-court shots that he made against UCLA and U of A, but there was also some games where, God, he just was not making shots. And I think that that's kind of the mold that Miller is in. So if Miller is able to go, this feels like that Des Cambridge Jr. kind of player. But I don't know if he's going to be able to go. 
which leads me to the 1A that I want to talk about, and that is Jose Perez. Perez is coming from uh, West Virginia. He had to sit out last year for, I, I think it might have been like academic reasons, if my memory serves. But he's kind of been all over the place. He played at Manhattan. He played at Marquette. He's he's a graduate. So this is it. This is the last season. But you look at Jose Perez, and you hopefully you're going to get somebody who can be really productive for you. He's been that throughout his career. In his career, he's played 97 games. He started 76 of them. Averaging 15.1 points per game, 39.8% from the field, 30.4% from deep. Good player. If not a very good player. Won't call him great, won't call him elite, but he's right there. Very, very good. He's going to be able to get, uh, I can't talk. He's going to be good to go for you. This is last year. So another guy who could almost be that Tez Cambridge Jr. player if Adam Miller's not good to go. So if that's the case, then Perez becomes that guy. Perez becomes the the player that you're going to be looking for to make those splash plays and be the, the main contributor of the offense and somebody who is going to provide you the electricity and get everybody excited when he's on the court and being able to take those shots. Those two are very interchangeable to me. In a best-case scenario where you have both of them, you get one of them rotating it, right? You can start Miller, you can start Perez and have them be on kind of a timeshare. Those are both guys that are explosive. Miller especially can be a explosive uh, deep shooter. That's really exciting. Perez, he's good to go no matter what. He's going to be fitting into that, into that mold. From there... It's about what you're going to do with your starting rotation. So I look at it right now. This is kind of the way I see it. Frankie Gollins is starting at the point. He's going to be the facilitator. From there, depending on if you do do a traditional two guards, two forwards, and a center, or if you do the quote-unquote small ball, I mean, you're going to have Frankie. You're going to have Adam Miller, Jose Perez, Jemiah Neal. They're going to sneak uh, some of their other transfers in there, like Zane Meeks, uh, Malachi Davis. What's his name? Kamari Lands. There, there's a lot of guys to rotate in. You got guys returning like Alonzo Gaffney. Sean Phillips is going to be your center more than likely. So there's a lot of guys to be able to get involved here. And in my perfect world, I would love my starting five to be Frankie, Adam, Jose, Jemiah, Sean Phillips. That's my ideal starting five. With lots of talented guys coming off the bench, uh, you get Gaffney in a reduced role where he could be a very successful player for you. That's kind of where I'm sitting at it. But to kind of put a bow on this conversation, Adam Miller, Jose Perez, those are going to be very important players for you, whether Miller is eligible or not. If you only get one of them, which would be Perez, he becomes your really important splashy shooter. If they're both available, then you can just rotate them. And that gives you that explosiveness. That's what you're looking for out of those guys. You want Frankie to run the point, hopefully become a better offensive producer. You want Miller and Perez, 
maybe just Perez, to be that exciting guy who can really open up the offense from deep. And then with Jemaya, he's probably your most talented player here. I want to see him take that step forward towards the stardom, towards the limelight for being a great player for the Sun Devils. Those three slash four are my most important players heading into the 2023-24 season. Who do you guys think is going to be the most important player for Sun Devils basketball? Let me know in the comments, or you can hit me up on Twitter at RichieBrad36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. That's all that I got for you guys today. So as always, I appreciate you guys tuning in wherever you get your podcast. Hit like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications. I'll see you tomorrow to go over some more stuff with football. Till then, you keep it locked right here on Locked On.